1: I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. A-Rod and I host a show called The Deal, and it's all about the intersection of sports, business, and culture. Recently, we got to sit down with Stephen A. to talk about something a little different for him, his business.
2: If I had to crystallize where business came to the forefront of my mind was when I got fired in 2009. There's a difference between making money and learning business.
1: Listen to The Deal wherever you get your podcasts.
2: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the latest edition of the Stephen A. Smith Show, coming to you at the very least every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday over the digital airwaves of YouTube. As usual, I'm here in my studio thanks to my official studio sponsor, FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel, the official studio sponsor of the Stephen A. Smith Show. By the way, as an aside, just wanted to take a moment to again Tell y'all how much I appreciate the love and support from all of my followers and subscribers. Uh, it has now exceeded over 402,000 subscribers in the first seven and a half months. I can't thank y'all enough for showing me the love that you've shown me. Just keep it coming and I'm going to keep on coming. Please continue to like and follow the Stephen A. Smith Show right here on YouTube. Just click the bell to get notified of all of our new content. While you're doing all of that, please don't forget to pick up a copy of my New York Times bestselling book, Straight Shooter, a memoir of Second Chances and First Takes. I am not in my usual new studios. Um, I am actually at my home studio for the time being uh, because I'm about to hit the road over the next couple of days or so. But I'll be back in my official studio, in my brand new studio uh, next Wednesday. So feel free to tune in then and I'll resume taking live callers. You know, one of the things that I wanted to do today is essentially highlight where I'm going with this. The normal opening monologue and stuff like that, sometimes you got a big-time guest and it simply ain't necessary. When I think about who I'm about to talk to, I'm about to talk to an individual who's a Hall of Famer, who's a champion, who's a natural-born leader in the eyes of everybody that I know that has ever played with him, And dare I say, even against him, you know, that individual that I'm talking about, you don't find many people like him. You don't find folks who normally come out of high school, go straight to the pros and lives up to the billing that was thrown in their direction. When we talk about Kevin Garnett, AKA KG, everybody knows what I'm talking about. Came out of high school, entered the draft in 1995, and was something sensational. He was the big ticket in Minnesota. There were championship aspirations associated with his name because ultimately he would have a teammate by the name of Stefan Marbury, who was also a great, great point guard coming out of Lincoln High School in Brooklyn, New York, um, spending a year at Georgia Tech University before uh, departing after his freshman year to enter the pros and be a teammate of Kevin Garnett. Him and a big ticket were expected to capture a championship, but it was never to be because Stephon Marbury didn't want to stay. He ultimately would depart from Minnesota. And after 14 years in Minnesota, ultimately Kevin Garnett would do the same departing for the Boston Celtics when his first year in Boston playing under head coach doc rivers with teammates like Paul Pierce and Ray Allen and Rajon Rondo, Kendrick Perkins, uh, my partner in crime at ESPN, NBA analyst extraordinaire for ESPN, um, uh, watching them do their thing, winning a championship, blowing out the Los Angeles Lakers by 39 points in a closeout out game six where the late great Kobe Bryant was on the bench crying because he was so despondent over the loss in an NBA Finals game. These are all memories that come associated with Kevin Garnett. Anything's possible. Anything's possible! Remember that? That was him. That was him. But more than sound bites, what he brought to the table was so many different things. First and foremost, above all else, was the level of authenticity. I've known him for years. There has never been a fake bone in his body. What you see is what you get. His brothers as straight as they come. You ask him a question, he's going to give you an answer. Or he's not going to give you an answer. What he's not going to do is fake the funk and be pretentious in any way. It's going to let you know exactly where he stands. When we talk about having real conversations on the Stephen A. Smith show, what you're about to get is what I aspire to get from any guest that I have on. Someone who is their true, authentic self. Unapologetic about how they feel. Unapologetic about the way they express themselves. and possessing a strong belief in being able to call it like they see it and letting the world know that's exactly what they're doing. There's enough phonies running around in this world. We all know that. People who pretend to be one thing, but are far from that. People who don't want to be authentic, who don't want to be real. And we've got honest with you, I have no time for them. Needless to say, that isn't applicable to my guests coming up. It's the big ticket himself. It's Kevin Garnett. It's a conversation I've waited to have with him for a very, very long time. I couldn't wait for this. And I assure you, after you listen to part one of this two-part interview with Kevin Garnett, airing today, this Friday, throughout the weekend, part one, and then part two airing this Monday, I promise you, you won't walk away disappointed. Stephen A. Smith with the big ticket the champion the hall of famer the one and only kevin garnett up next right here on the stephen a smith show buckle up here he comes this is the moment of a lifetime Uh the clock's ticking like my lifeline until i flatline i push it to the red line who gonna stop me high who gonna stop me high? Welcome back here to the Stephen A. Smith show. I'm coming from my home studio location. I'm outside of studio, but I'd be damned if I wasn't going to make time for this interview right here. This is my brother. I've known him for many, many years. Former star in the National Basketball Association, 21 year career. NBA champion, Boston Celtics, 2008 Hall of Famer, class of 2022. And I'll get into all the other stuff that he's doing right now. There's only one KG, everybody. The one and only Kevin Garnett. What's up, big time? What's, What's going up, on, man?
3: How you doing, King? How you how you living? Man, man, I'm living well, man. How you doing? How's everything been with you, bro? Things great, man. And, uh, and, uh, and I figured some things out and everything's flowing Just the way we want it to be, man. It's good to see you, man.
2: Man, it's so good to see you. Before I get into anything, man, I, I just want to say I'm so proud of you. So happy to see you. You're doing big things. And, and I just, listen, we're going to get into this later, but I just want to give some people the resume. I just, I just want to throw the resume out because you know, I'm big on resumes, KJ. I'm, I'm big on resumes here. Production company. Content Cartel produces his own show, KG Certified. Let's make sure we get that out of the way, which, by the way, is available on Showtime Basketball in conversations with several distribution partners. Now that Showtime has announced they're about to shut down. You got two films on Tubi coming up, Cinnamon and Murder City. You wanted to reimagine black exploitation and Black Noir. Let's not forget about that. Just building the KG brand and everything like that. You always had this vision, you always plotted this out, or is this something that just happened since you retired?
3: I got to say, Stephen, coming out of Minnesota, man, I wanted to really go out of basketball and go right back into basketball. I felt like I had a, a good um, connection with the younger guys at that time. It was, you know, I, I, When I went back to Minnesota from Brooklyn, I knew that I was going to retire in Minnesota. Coming out of there, I wanted to go right into uh, management. I wanted to be able to help curate the mentality of a lot of these kids because I was seeing that it was different. Um, I had three stars around me, or three future stars around me, with that being Zach Levine, Carl uh, uh, Anthony Towns, and then Andrew Wiggins, and all of them had unbelievable talent. And, yeah, that was my love. And then that went for a loop when uh, Flip passed. When Flip passed, everything mm. changed, and I had to make a deviant. Hold
2: on for a second, because everybody don't know who Flip is. That's Flip I'm Saunders, former head sorry. coach and GM sorry. for the
3: Minnesota Timberwolves. Yep, Go ahead. Yeah, yep. Flip Saunders passed, man, and uh, his... Un- his his passing came at just the craziest timing to where everything shifted to where uh, I saw basketball not being the future, and and I started getting offers on um, uh, from networks mainly to talk about the game and to talk about you know this 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 part of the game that we haven't seen yet. You know, again, this is 2016-15 mm-hmm. that I'm talking about. Right, and then um, I got offered a movie from the uh, the Southie Brothers called. Uh, Uncut gems, and then it was oh, only yeah. You two were I great d- in that, by the way. You were great what in that. It? Listen, let me ask you a question before we go on, bro. They asked sure. they asked me to play myself, and I was like, "Cool." Can you mess up playing yourself? You
2: can, you
3: can, because how? if if, if how, let, let me tell you how the bright lights
2: get to a lot of people. They talk like they don't. They ain't phased by the bright lights, but all of a sudden the bright lights come on, and cats get a bit timid, mm. and they want to be polished mm. instead of authentic. See, somebody like you, I'm not worried about that because you don't believe in being anything but authentic. But other cats who are more who are more image conscious per se, Mm. who want to project uh, a a certain imagery rather than just themselves. Mm. Yeah, you can mess up being you. Well, I didn't
3: think that. I didn't think that I I could mess up being Kevin. You know what I'm saying? So when I did that part, it was a lot of stuff that was coming from an organic place. I've been in the jewelry store with the guys. I've been, you know, been in clubs. I, like a lot, I haven't been in a, a auction, <laughs> but a lot right. of people speaking back to me, you know what I'm saying? So right. it was only to when I dabbled in that, I went to Turner and did some things for them for three years and then I started to open up my eyes and start to be like, yo, you know, Shaq, I, play, I work with Shaq, I work with Chuck, I work with Kenny, I work with Ernie, work with a bunch of those guys at Turner I actually shaped my love for not just journalism, but then being, being able to give an insight where there's a lot of holes to be filled, and it was a lot of. Um, I just saw my place. I saw why I fit it, and I wanted to have that be, like you said earlier, a, a very authentic and very different from what I was seeing out there. And ever since then, man, I just jumped in two feet. I'm a visionary. A lot of people that know me know that I work in vision. And right. um, as I start to just turn this thing, I start to see the devious, and I start to see the uh, the leveraging parts, and, and slowly but surely, I got a small team. We're all on the same same uh, kite as far as how we think. And then we see the things that are being put out here. And it's hard to be able to say that the wheel is already created, right? What is your variant that you're going to throw to the world that people haven't seen? That's the wheel. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's, it's been a process. It's still a process. I think that quality is over everything. But more importantly, man, the vision is going, And, you know, like that's the hard part. Getting something up, getting it turning, people respecting it, people viewing, people checking it. With linear TV moving and all these other parts. Yep. It was perfect timing to do what we did.
2: Well, it's interesting that you bring all of that up because you talk about being the visionary, which you absolutely are. But more than anything else, more than an elite player, more than a champion in a Hall of Famer, you've always been a leader. You ain't been a follower. And yeah. this is the thing that a lot of people don't know about, because obviously you and I haven't spoken much over the years, but we've always been cool. First of all, they don't know that me and you got a familiar, two familiar boys, Boris Battle, Boris Terrell Battle, that used to work with the Minnesota Timberwolves, our man Boris, you know, I'm that was my teammate at Winston-Salem State and of course our man Sam Mitchell Mitchell. we all boys with each other in the whole bit the one thing that I tell people they say that man you act like you know you don't talk to KG much but damn you always talk about him being real authentic how would you know Stephen A how would you know I said Joe man 2003, he might not even remember this. I show up in Minnesota. I'm a beat writer for the Philadelphia 76ers. 76ers playing Minnesota. KG pulled me to the side because yo, man, you getting on Michael Ola with candy too much and we talking and we talking and you tipping, you hipping me to the game like, yo, we respect the hell out of you, but be your real true authentic self. But Stephen, you know, Show some compassion from time to time. You broke that down to me. And I was like, yo, that went a long damn way, being fair, making sure you fair-minded. So I always appreciated that about you. And I bring all of that up to say, as you reflect on your career and where you've been, how much of an assistance has your career been in doing what you do now? Because you just finished pointing out, we all on the same page. It's a small group, but we all on the same page. You brought that up. How much did your playing career and what you learned as a player play a role in your ability to lead now with all you're trying to do?
3: Well, I like to think that it don't matter what uh, venture you're in. Leadership skills take on the same thing. Uh, you're not going to ask someone to do something that you weren't willing to do yourself. You have to right. be unequivocally the hardest worker. And you need to be prepared for when things go south to have solutions for those things. If you're not those three things, not saying that you can't be a leader, you're just leading in a different way or a little different from me. Um, when I led uh, teams and when I was learning how to lead, Sam Mitchell would always take it upon me to when, the, when things got really rough to really jump in them and just be really solution-based. It ain't about arguments about what's the best solution. So I try to use those things that I learned in being a young leader the things to help me with teams, the things to help me with communicating with guys that was non-communicative, getting the guy to be motivated when he wasn't motivated, taking a crap situation, trying to flip it into something and pulling the positives out of it, or really the roadmap of leadership to me. And I take those in, in, in account to everything that I do. You know, when we we set out, just imagine this. And I always like to tell the story to people. Like like you just sure. called out the accolades of, 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 of creating a content uh, company. Imagine sitting down with a high school coach. You play high school basketball. You play basketball, right? right? Imagine sitting down with your high school coach and say, hey, look, we ain't going to college. We're going to the NBA. And then and that mom look at you and go, and go back to turn the TV and go back to watching TV. You go, hey man, hey, 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 man, hey, <laughs> hey. Right. Write this down, man. We're not we not going to college. I need you to and then he rip away from you and look at you like, Boy, are you high? What what are you? And go back to watching T V. Right. He didn't believe it to the third time till I had the serious look on my face like I was feeling either fire on him or it's about to be some other type of smoke to where he looked at me like, are you serious? So mm-hmm. I come from where people don't always align with your vision and look at you like you're crazy when you say something. I am a true believer that you can do anything you put your mind to. And I am a manifestation. Manifestator, I, I put things in in the universe, and I and I see them. I see them as they're happening. I did this when I played. I did this throughout my career in success and also in failures. And so I say this to say that my walks of life have not only helped me, but they've helped me in terms to where. Uh, they mirror each other. Like um, uh, we got people uh, that uh, have ownership in our company that don't ever want to be seen. They want to play the shadows. I played with a guy named Rosho Nasterovich who was quiet and he didn't ever he never wanted to communicate. And I had to learn how to get the best out of Rasho, but without, you know, having the components of being communicative and, and all these other things. So I like to say, man, that when I speak to players and when I speak to young people, they are only listening to me because of my walks of life and the things that I've been able to achieve and and, mm-hmm. and survive and survive to talk about and to, you know, survive and talk about and learn from and apply those mm-hmm. things that I've learned. So, you know, I'm, I'm never trying to what? play an expert. I've always told people from day one, I'm going a, I'm to a F it up before I get it right. But I come, from a, I, from, I come from a great place, my heart. Everything that I do is for the spirit of something betterment. And I believe that I'm light. So, you know, with those things, the walks of life, your experiences. When I sit down and talk to you about what you've been through and negotiating and just this yep. whole journalism, just all of it, bro. That that's that's the that's the meat to me. That's that's mm-hmm. that's the wonder of all of it. So, you know, um those things have helped me in every parts of my life in the things that I've absolutely been successful in.
2: What player in the NBA, past or present, most reminds you of yourself?
3: You meaning in in
2: what? Your it's mentality, and everything mentality? that you just described about you. Oh, most remind. I ain't talking basketball. I'm talking about your mentality.
3: You know, when I I, I sat down and talked to uh, Russell Westbrook a couple times, and if you've ever sat down with him, he, he's D not brother. All, D brother. D brother, D and brother, and is real. Like what? Like 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 so real today, and raw. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like not a he was, fake bone in his body. Man, he was. It was. It, it was dope to talk to him, Stephen A. Eh? And he yeah. felt like an old soul. I felt like he was an old cousin that I ain't. I ain't know I had. And right. when I listened to his belief, when I listened to his um, declarative, the things that mean something to yeah. him, they really do mean something to him. And when yes. I, when I had a conversation with him, I, I and I saw how he worked. He works at a high engine which is why he's always hurt, which is why he's nicked up every now and then. but he's going a million miles. He's like, not When stopping. I see that, that's like the closest thing I can embody. You know, I would hear all these tales of Michael Jordan, how he practiced, and then I would take that Stephen a, and I would practice with that for years. Every, asset, asset Mitchell, every drill, everything we was doing, I was trying to win And When I won, I was, I was really upset. Like, didn't nobody understand. Like, uh, J.R. Rodgers would be like, bro, relax, it's practice. And then, didn't nobody get that. But, I did. Sam Mitchell did. A couple people got that. Flip got it. And I thought I was an outsider with that until I started meeting other people that had that same kind of feel. Russell Westbrook probably energetically and wholesomely reminds me of myself. He cares about others. He he's a he's a he's a he's a, he's a passer. I wouldn't say pass guy first, but he's a guy who wants to help the next man who's struggling. He wants to help that guy. When I watch him play him and Zubac, he'll have the layup. And he'll just be so unselfish that he'll fake the layup and go back to zoo. And now, and I'm like, you know, that's kind of who he is. So, if I'm if I talk about one player that kind of mirrors me just in that way, man, it's, it's gotta be Russell Westbrook, who I'm a huge fan
2: of. It's interesting that you bring that up about Russell, because from a media perspective, we would watch him for years. And as a point guard, he was shooting. Sometimes his shot selection was questionable. He wasn't the greatest jump shooter in the world, so we would be critical of that. And then one day I got I had a, I had the pleasure of having a conversation with him. He was talking about the media and he was really open. I'm not gonna share all the conversation because that's a private conversation between he and I. Yeah, but I'm right. only saying it to pay tribute to him the brother was as real and authentic as it gets he was reminding me of or really enlightening me about what was really important to him and then you hearing about his community and who he's gearing his message towards how this motor that he operates under you know what it's all about who he's trying to inspire you start listening to him and talking to him you're like well wait a minute it ain't anything selfish about that. There's nothing that's selfish about it. This. this brother's about team. He just ain't backing down. He a damn warrior. And he, and he let you know if you want somebody in the foxhole with you, he the kind of cat you want in the foxhole with you. My only thing with somebody like him, and not just him, but an abundance of the modern-day athlete is, if somebody's talking about a deficiency in your game, that don't mean they're talking about a deficiency in you. You are good people. You bring a lot to the table. This might not be your strength. Something else might be your strength. And sometimes you wonder whether or not they really hear that message. Am I fair in saying something like that to when you're when I'm describing some of the modern day athletes that exist today?
3: Well, <clears throat> your assessment is always fair because it's your POV and this your assessment. Now, I'm not saying that God has to like it. Right. Uh, some guys don't have to respect it, but from someone who's respected and someone who knows what they're talking about. Like, bro, let me say something to you. No one's going to listen to someone who has no accountability, no character, or no information, nor knowledge what they're talking yeah, right. about. So when you speak on what you're speaking from, you you know what I love about you? This is why you king, king. This is why I give it to you, king. This is why you king, bro. Because you come from a whole nother, it's almost like you did R&D for 20 years, Right. <laughs> And then all of right. a sudden, you take that 20-year R&D and you make a show out of it. And then you start showing us what made you get a show. And this is why you came. king. This is why you can put the Jalen Rose in front. This is why you can put Skip in front of you. This is why you can put all these, Michael Wheel, but you can put all these, line them up, and you can put them in front of Mad Dogs and, and the J.J. Reddick's and the, in the, in the, kid from, uh, it? Jason Shannon Williams. Shops. I just love you and Jason Williams' just, banter. Just, that was beautiful. Y'all need to bring that kid back. That kid had a lot to bring to it, but I'm, I'm going, coming. He's coming. Right? He's on, he on Thursdays. He's on first I, I, takes on Thursdays. So, y'all yeah. need to blow that up. I, I miss it. I, 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 you know, I don't keep yeah. up with it like I keep up with it, but right. I keep up with it. You know what I'm saying? But I right. used to love that bench because you used to push you. And every time you got pushed, you went to another level, King. Yeah. I give it to you, King. You went to a fucking another level. And I love that because that's what this got to do. It's got to push the line. So right. when you come from that assessment, did he, did he like what you said? Cool, he did. But it's a respect there to say, oh, wow. Just because uh, uh, Stephen A said this. Now he probably didn't like it, but I tell you this, it puts whatever you said on notice about that. So he knows he's not shooting well. He knows that pass. He knows he's, he, he has seven, eight, nine turnovers for the last 10 games. He knows that he, it's on him. He goes home with that. You know what he needs from Stephen A? He needs that Stephen A big brother. He needs KG right. that big brother. He needs that big brother in front of everybody to say, Hey, Russ. You didn't shoot well tonight, but I know you're a great shooter. Keep shooting that motherfucker and keep going, bro. Pat him on. The- That's where we are today. My problem, right. I was just talking about this to my home, but before we got on here, the problem I think with today is, is that we are so hung up on the yesteryear of the of the of the culture and the history that build the league that, bro, we're missing out on greatness right in front of us. LeBron James okay. is 38 motherfucking years old doing something we ain't never seen. We got a right. whole 76 Frenchman in the goddamn league. He's a rookie looking like he's a two, three-year-old player, looking like he's a guard. He not naked the guard. Man, get the, man, bro. We got, listen, Will Chamberlain is rolling over his grave right now. And we told him a 6'10 power forward was playing center and jumps this high is the best. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, we got to get get off it, bro. Bro, we got to get off this. This You know what, Steve? I say this, bro. And I say this. And I say this to the world. I'm glad we on here. Sure. Bro, we got to get over this. Michael Jordan, Magic, they are the past. We got to embrace this new-ish. Bro, we ain't never mm-hmm. seen Steph Curry. We ain't never seen nothing like Steph Curry. We ain't never Steph seen it. Curry. Shoot some more, bro. We keep talking about Jerry West. Shout out to Jerry West. was a super goon, Did great things for the league. But yeah, right. we're in a new time, bro. Jerry West ain't never seen this type of range. He can't but see But let me far. push back.
2: Let me push back with my my, right. my perspective ahead. on that. Cause I don't, Go I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree with you. We
3: need to embrace this greatness that's before us. Right. Fuck, excuse my French, but fuck what happened last year. If we want to make some parodies, some comparisons to, you know what? He did it in 82. He played 65. I get that. Uh, non practice versus practice, the development, what he should right. be like at 27. Right. Bro, all oh, that's out the league now. Bro, these young right. boys are killing all that. Bro, LeBron right. just hit 39,000 points, bro. But we ain't right. never seen nobody. hit But let me, but let me, but let me, but let me throw this back at you. Let me throw this back
2: at you. Totally agree with you. But my retort to that would be this. The game started in 1947. If I sit up there and I say of the thousands upon thousands upon thousands of players, I think MJ's number one and LeBron James is number two all time. Whether you disagree or agree with me, I'm not disrespecting you by saying you're number two all time. You see what I'm but saying? Then, I, I'm that's,
3: saying what, the, that's what that says when you say that. That's what I'm saying. Why? Why? Because someone is looking at the body of work. Okay, let me ask you this. If you've never that's seen true. it before and now you see it, what value is that? That's exceptional. It's exceptional when you've never seen it? When you never when I'm, seen I'm, it. I'm, it's, it's so so least, Let me ask you this. Yes, you yes, never yes. seen the Bugatti. A Bugatti pull up beside you in the car. You, what, what value is that? Yeah, that's true. I don't so know if you can put I'm a saying. value on so that. We ain't never no. seen Steph Curry. Never, right. never. Name one motherfucker right. look like this none never. We ain't never seen a nigga thirty-eight, average thirty, and then got thirty nine that we ain't never seen that. We ain't never seen a seven yeah. six nigga nut nah. But you know, we, no, we no, did, no, but we did, but we did see a motherfucker oh. sit up there, excuse our life. We, we oh. did see a motherfucker with oh. oh.
2: threepeat three peat twice. After 3 it, then took a year and a half off, then came back and 3 it again. I mean, it all depends on how you measure it. I'm looking at Steph, greatest shooter on the planet Earth, four-time champion, league, two-time league MVP. I'm looking at LeBron, four-time league MVP, four championships, 10 trips to the NBA Finals. It's absolutely positively sensational, but in the same breath. So it's six titles in eight years. So it's 10 scoring championships. So it's nine-time all-NBA defensive team. That's not. That's not insulting anybody is what I'm trying to I'm say. It's appreciating everybody. all of the greatness.
3: Yes, but I'm telling you, in the wrist of where we at now, moving the game, okay. that's how they're thinking. Jordan. Did, Jordan, they do this. Jordan, did, listen, listen. This is this is what I'm saying. We're missing out on the league being picked up and carried. The league is being carried into another place where none of us, Stephen A, everybody that's 50 and under have never seen none of the stuff that's going on. Now, do we say shot selection has went out the window? Productivity, uh, the kids ain't playing, uh, uh, more games than we did. Guess what, Stephen A? The R&D has been has been in. What, what we did in, uh, matter of fact, let's break it down like this. 70 to 80s. Drug infested. Man, David yep. Stern did an unbelievable job. He had made the alliances with those guys. He made the yep. league clean. 80 to 90. Super, yep. uh, probably, if not the 70s, the more roughest part of the league back, I mean, back before with George Mike and it was just bowing each other in the face and you just played with a split lip, all that, right? When you get yep. to 2023, bro, when we supposed to be floating and levitating and I'm supposed to be able to get food right here that I ain't got to go into Beverly Hills and get, bro, we're in 224. Things are supposed to look different. The game looks different. I don't want to watch uh uh, uh Steph Curry doing uh, Isaiah Thomas moves. No, I want to see Steph Curry doing Steph Curry 224, 225 moves. I agree. So that's where we at. We're missing out on greatness because we're so hung up on those six championships. You, th- you think Mike Jordan was talking about Bill Russell when he was chasing six? No, he was talking about what Chicago and Jordan and fuck Lajon and fuck you know what I'm saying. He was he was doing money. So that, right. bro. We gotta we gotta embrace where we at. We gotta start looking at now 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 when we start looking at this new league. We got we we the uncle. We the big brother. Whether we want to admit this or not, we gotta start okay. giving flowers out more. Like we gotta start. We like we I ain't critique your no game. We 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 can we can critique I your got game. No hey, look, with I'm that. looking for Anthony Davis. You got to give me another gear. Well, I, oh, look, wait a, I'm a minute. That's what I'm game? saying. That, that, I'm glad you went to there. The so he's gonna say, OG, oh, how, how I gotta affect the game. Hey yes. OG, now here comes the conversation. And this is the build. Okay. This is what happened when you took OGs out the locker room. That 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 knowledge from Sam Mitchell to Kevin Garnett, that knowledge yes. was everything. This yes. is what happened. This is what I'm saying. So in that, now you ain't got that. So now when you pull up and I watch your workout before the game, I can give you a couple jewels. I can come right. in here and say what up. That's what we need more. We need more of the old heads to come to the games. And but wait a we minute. Built we built the history. But why, you, but, why
2: but why you it? Like, for, for example, I saw what you had to say about Anthony Davis. I was saying the same shit. Same shit. And I'm going like this. I like, thank God. Thank God, KG. I, now, mind you, listen to the language. Did you hear scrub? No. Did you hear a no. brother that can't play? No. no. What you said, what you heard somebody like me saying, I said, no, I ain't going to call him street clothes. When you get hurt, you get hurt. I'm not going to disrespect a man like that, but I am going to call his ass six flags because one minute you high and then the next day you low and you healthy. It don't make no damn sense. You Anthony Davis, when he healthy, KG, when he healthy, he topped seven players on a fucking planet earth on the planet earth this brother's that elite how, and this is my thing kg how are you gonna be that great when you bring your a game and be okay with the fact that you got to be led by a 39 year old in his 21st season that you asking to carry the load when you are fully capable of carrying that load i can't tell you how happy i was well, i swear to god i had to have you on this podcast when i saw you weeks ago going like this yo 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 ad what's up what you gonna do now? You not to me. You being big bro. You encouraging him, but in today's generation of players, you disrespecting them. That don't make sense to me, KG. That it's don't make a, sense to me.
3: It's just a different way you got to relay it. And the okay. young boys, I'm being dead ass, just like just sure, like sure. just like your uncle would come in hit you in the chest. I'm like damn uncle, what you on? Like now nephew older, so you got to talk to him different. The the, the the things that we would real talk. Just imagine how we talked to each other 20 years ago. I'm talking about when I first see you. Well, hey, hey, yeah. hey, hey, hey. If somebody saw us talking I think we was arguing or fighting, damn near, right? Exactly. Yeah. So this ain't that. You know what I'm saying? These are our kids. These are our right. kids. These are the kids that... We got to 20- adjust to them. That's what I'm saying, bro. We're we not finna... You know what I'm saying? We're not about to hit somebody in the chest No, no, no. You can't even use some of that yesteryear shit here. That's all I'm saying. All of us got to download. We got to get the download. Some of us ain't downloaded the latest update to today. We're still in that same mockery. And I'm saying, if you are critiquing, um, if you're critiquing someone's game, if you're critiquing someone's style and energy level comparisons of two, and you saw those energy levels help that team go like this, like we're saying of Anthony Davis, and then 2 let's be honest. You and I can't want this more than Anthony Davis. That's the real issue yeah. here. Yeah. We're talking with more conviction and, 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 and energy here than, yes. than, than, than that. So that's all we're saying here. We're fans and we're basketball enthusiasts. And this is that energy that comes out of that wanting to be, want somebody's godness to be greater than what they're given. So I totally get that. The problem is, is how we relay it and how we say it. And you know what? He might not be used to the punch in the chest. And hey, my, hey, homie, you gotta, you might be the one you gotta pull to the side. Like, hey, look, big fella, I see what parts where you can, and then you gotta go like this. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's how I've learned to speak to young people. And that's, that's right. my transition from me. And, and, and let, I, go ahead. Let me break this down. Here's the difference between somebody in my position
2: and somebody as a champion who's a brethren and a member of that, or that, of that yeah, fraternity yeah. like yourself. This is going. the difference. You could say that just like that because you looking at it like A.D., what's up? You know how I'm looking at it? Yeah, the yesteryear point is valid. But here's the other point. LeBron is now and we seeing this brother at age 39 in his 21st year, averaging 25 a game. You going to leave his brother hanging like that? Your brother. You gonna leave him hanging like that. You gonna make him go out there. You're gonna make him get in the gym the way he gets and exert what he exerts and put that much on his shoulders because you know he wouldn't have to if your A game was there. You just gonna leave him hanging like that. And see, where I would sit up, where I would butt heads, for example, with my brother KG, I'm going like this. I know you wouldn't do it in front of me. But KG, you trying to tell me you out there, you you in the locker room, you back there with them, you talking to them, and you ain't gonna go like this. Yo, what the fuck you doing? You know, no. you, you know, you all world, you know, you could bust somebody's ass anytime you want to. You really going to sit up there and give me 41 night and 11 another. You really going to do something like that. I, I cannot believe that KG would not say that.
3: I can't tell you what I would say and what I okay. would say to him would be probably between him and I, I would sure. be encouraging though. I wouldn't call him no six flags, anything. And then that's two, true. we got to be honest. This ain't got nothing to do with you. This ain't got nothing to do with me. Anthony Davis probably thinks that he's doing the best he can. Mm -hmm. He probably thinks, hey, look, I'm giving 100% to this. They thinking I can't get no more. I don't know, but Mm -hmm. I gave you what I gave you. And that's what I'm saying. Bro, if you don't look at it outside of the scope in which someone is giving it to you, you see the same. You see it how you see it. And that's what I'm saying. Anthony Davis probably thinks, hey, man, I just had 35 and 15 with two blocks. Man, that was a crazy night. Yeah, he might think that that was good for him. He might think that. And you know what? It might have been good. We're talking about the comparisons of of an older man and being able to yeah. carry and give this thing over to some another superstar. Right. And that's all I'm saying. I don't think that he can I don't right. think look that's still LeBron's team. LeBron is right. still LeBron looks bouncier than AD. I'm just saying yes. oh, he looks he looks younger. You know what I'm he, saying? So yeah, with the, the, that, the, 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 I'm saying both of us I'll
2: say it right in front of you. You know how I am about MJ. But I, I, I'll say it for you because you're my brother. I'll be like this. I have been watching LeBron lately, and I've been going like this. Oh shit! Twenty
3: <laughs> <Yes. laughs> hey, first hey, hey, yes. season. What yes. the hell is going on? Yes. You know, I, I have looked at him and went like this. Shout out to Black I'm Jesus, like, man. We're never going to hey, listen. We're never going to disrespect the king. You know what I'm saying? Black no Jesus. Doubt. Shout out to MJ. He's 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 my goat. Of how, of all of this, the business, the, 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 yeah. the, the, everything. He's, everything. he's the vision of, of, of what every black man should aspire for. Have, being a billionaire, having your own, having your I own agree. labels being revealed. Like, he set the tone, right? Man, we ain't never seen a 6'9, 265, running the joint, uh, 3'8, running the, like, 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 I get it. I played against bro. I've let it go. It ain't personal with me no more. I'm watching right. as a fan and I'm giving flowers. And I'm looking at it from a different perspective of things that I've never seen in the game, Steve. Mm-hmm. Like I ain't seen yeah. some of the stuff we're talking about, bro. It's yeah. all new to the game. We ain't never yeah. seen a 39-year-old. Bro, you know what 39 feel it's like. True. You know, you it's know true. what 39 feel like, bro. Yeah, 39, bro. Bron got to be on some goddamn stuff that ain't came out yet, bro. Don't I don't know something. what the hell's up, bro. He don't know I I, new I, I, new. I
2: can't believe what I'm seeing, and bro. I and I'm so grateful because you know me, I want to be in L. A. in June, so I'm not and mad. I'm very I'm you. very very happy to see him doing what he's doing. I ain't apologize for that shit to nobody. I'm that shit, up I
3: need something that new, new, goddamn. I need some of that new, new. Bring that. Let me get <laughs> some of that. Damn right, whole, damn right. What 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 he doing? But let me ask you, I'm this. happy so for him, That real talk. I'm happy for him because he took his lumps. And he's not taking his hits. He's in that conversation. And that's why I like to leave. You know what I'm saying? Because if you're in the conversation, bro, it ain't, it's only three or four. you y'all. He's in the conversation. conversation. He's He's in the the conversation.
2: conversation. (laughs) He's in the conversation without question. As you reflect on your career in terms of the relationships that you've had with the opposition, with teammates, et cetera, et cetera. Any regrets?
3: No. Zero. Everybody who, listen, let me say something to you. Everybody that I've ever played against and played with, have respected the way that I went about my business. I was a true professional. You see how you do your business. You see how you come in, how you well prepared, how you well verse The night before, you knew what questions to ask, or you wanted to ask. You had it already in your head. I'm the same way. My, my, my the way I prepared for a game, I, I don't know, it was it was very unique. I didn't, I didn't really, I didn't. During game day, I'm talking about the minute I woke up, it started for me. Actually, it started the night before. That's the reason I didn't really go out and party a bunch. I couldn't really, I couldn't really simmer down. I had another level of energy that I knew that I could tap into. It was about calming down and understanding the moments. It was about, you know, being relaxed to let things happen. You know, like I had to take a lot of, um, you know, a lot of times you, you look at players and you got to, you got to energize them to have energy. I actually had to work backwards to learn how to actually use this energy and, and, and use it in a positive way. So, um, the way I prepared and the way I competed, was non 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 to, non to nothing, mm-hmm. like straight up and down. Like I was here to destroy you, like you was trying to destroy me, and, and it was no if ends or buts about where I was why I lied with that. I would dap you up, and it was respect with that dap of who you are. It was respects to me doing my, my my getting prepared to play you in the forms of who you are, she, Duncan, uh, uh Dice, uh, Joe Smith, uh, 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 of 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 I mean Jack Randolph, of, yeah. of um. Chris Bosch, I can go on, on Andre bless I can go, I can go on and on and on with all the players that mm-hmm. I have to guard, uh Yao, Dirk, all of these guys. So I don't have no, 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 no. No no anything on how I prepared and how I went at the game. That that was my that was my DNA. That's the way I wanted to leave my mark on the game, and that's the mm-hmm. way I want to be remembered. I was a fierce it, competitor. If I was like an LT, goddammit. I wanted damn to rip it. your shit up. I wanted to duck on your ass. I wanted to I wanted you to go 0 for 12. I wanted to shut you down, come down and and, and, and dog your ass on the offensive end. I was one of So was there. that
2: wait, was that the case with everybody? Or was there it was there ever anything extra for a particular opponent?
3: No, not no, okay. not in between the lines with me. No, like I say, like I'll be honest. When I played Timmy, it was special. It was different because I knew the IQ. I knew I knew the moves. I knew the thinking. When I played Shee Wallace, the same thing. When I played Chuck, same thing. When I played great players, it, it takes you in order to play a great player. You have to be on the same plateau, if the same mm-hmm. lines of the thinking, and offensively, they're coming at you with tenacity. You got to actually defensively go at them. And it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a game of chess. And if you mess it up, they went and if you get it right, you know what I'm saying? So it was kind of, that's the game. But Mm -hmm. when you go into those matchups, those guys are all killers. All those guys I just named can put 50 up on you, can get 20, 30 rebounds, could, could, could maneuver the game. Could, they were just geniuses and, and and that was the respect I had for those players. So that when I went in there, it was a it was an uncanny level of respect mm-hmm. for those guys. But it also was a level of I'm here to destroy you. I'm here to I'm here mm-hmm. to, I'm here to dominate this matchup and mm-hmm. be hands down with no no, no 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 nothing. Like that's what it I is. And then at the end of the day, as I got mm-hmm. as I got older, I, I learned how to better monitor and better curate that because that because right. I was never friends with anybody that I played against. Joe Smith was the closest because we played with each other. She did not because our mothers were best friends. But other than that, no.
2: Did I lie to you? I didn't lie to you. I told you. This brother speaks how he speaks. He brings it how he brings it. He is absolutely, positively one of a kind, and he's got some spectacular things going on. I'd love to tell you that's all he had to say. But then again, I love telling you that's not true. He has a lot more to say. Part two of my interview with Kevin Garnett airs this Monday. Until then, you'll have to live with part one. And I'm quite sure that'll be easy for you to do after what you just heard. More of Kevin Garnett part two coming up this Monday. Until then, enjoy and have a peaceful and blessed weekend. Peace and love, everybody. See you Monday.
1: I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. A-Rod and I host a show called The Deal, and it's all about the intersection of sports, business, and culture. Recently, we got to sit down with Stephen A. to talk about something a little different for him, his business.
2: If I had to crystallize where business came to the forefront of my mind was when I got fired in 2009. There's a difference between making money and learning business.
1: Listen to The Deal wherever you get your podcasts.